0: everybody, my name is Dina and you're listening to Slavstvice, a podcast about Slavic languages. Before starting, I have a couple of things to say. First of all, thank you. Thank you for understanding that I need a break and thank you for staying, for sending me your support. I cannot tell you how happy it makes me to be able to be honest with you and for you being so understanding about it. I know COVID made everything change and I appreciate the time you took to support me. Second, if you would like to support this podcast, you can now do it by going to buymeacoffee.com slash tip. The link will also be available to you in the show notes as well as in my Instagram profile's bio. If you're not already... Follow me on Instagram under Slavstvity. Okay, I think now that everything has been said, let's start. So while on a break, I made a couple of short overviews of sound changes that happened in Slavic languages, which I posted on my Instagram page. So we had first and second palatalization, liquid method thesis, and lastly, the last of year or year alternation in Slavic languages. And this topic is really interesting because we hear it, we learn it, but we never learn exactly what it is. So, for example, when I say in Serbian, Ovo je moi pas, this is my dog, but I, psa, I have a dog, it is clear that something is different. However, we never learn why. Well, let me tell you. Before Slavic languages split into separate groups, so in the Proto-Slavic period, there were two short vowels, back and front, yer. This yer stayed in Old Church Slavonic as well. Since the position of these vowels was tricky, and we'll get to that, with time they were vocalized, so turned into full vowels, or they completely disappeared. And this change happened in all Slavic languages, but it had different outcomes, hence we can assume that it happened at the end of the common Slavic era. So now let's take a look at their positions in the word that was crucial. So the weak yer was a-year at the word terminal position, or when followed by a stressed syllable that contained a vowel that was not yer. The strong Yer was stressed or followed by a syllable containing weak Yer. So this change, however simple it may seem, brought some difficulties with it. Proto-Slavic had a rule. All syllables must end in a vowel, so it's an open syllable structure. But with this loss and vocalization of Yers, this was gone and new consonant clusters appeared. Because the shape of the word uh, was thereby changed, the vowel zero alternation was introduced, so this psa-pas thing I mentioned earlier. This happened there where strong years used to be. So now let's take a look at some examples, and I recommend uh, opening the transcript to this episode, the link is in show notes, so you can follow me better. So now yeah we had this pes, psa thing but this is not the only word where it appeared so where the back yer was um, present in the strong position in bulgarian it developed into a so sun sanyat sanyat <laughs> in macedonian it was it is o so son then in um, bcs so bosnian croatian serbian it is a so san as well as pas then in slovene it's either a or e so we have pus dush it's more of a uh, kind of thing <laughs> Then in Russian and Belarusian, it is o, so son, sleep, dream, as well as in, it was in Macedonian. And in Ukrainian, we have it as well. Then in Polish, upper Sorbian, lower Sorbian, in Czech, it is e, so we have sen in Polish, but in Upper Sorbian and in Lower Sorbian, when a back yer was before a hard consonant, it alternated to o. And in Lower Sorbian, there were variations of o and a before a hard consonant. So we have, instead of sen, like I said in Polish, we have son in Upper and Lower Sorbian. Then in Czech, it's also sen, pes. As well as in Slovak, where we have three possible outcomes: e, o, or a. So sen, but daj, and bes. Okay, this was the back year. The front year so the looks like a soft sign in Russian, developed differently in strong positions. So in Bulgarian. And Macedonian, we have it as E, so it's DEN, a day. Then in uh, Bosnian-Serbian-Croatian, it's A, DAN. In Slovene, it's A or a Then in Russian, Belarusian, it developed into E, so it's DEN in Russian and Belarusian, not DEN, but In Ukrainian, it's just E, so DING, whereas in Polish, we have the same situation as in Russian and Belarusian, so it's DING. Upper Sorbian, Lower Sorbian, Czech and Slovak followed Ukrainian and Bulgarian and Macedonian with their E, so Dish (laughs) okay, if I'm pronouncing that wrong. Please forgive me. That's in Upper Sorbian, then in Lower Sorbian, the same dish, then Czech Din and Slovak Din. So yeah, there you have it. <laughs> um it's a little bit complicated a little bit when I, you know, just speak like this, but if you happen to open the show notes, you will see the table where I read this from and everything will be much, much clearer, I hope. So, but there is another position of year that needs to be mentioned. It's the so-called tense position before a J. Then years were raised and lowered except in Russian. In Russian, they were treated as normal years. So now we have the Proto-Slavic word myu. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. My, okay. And in Russian, it's moyu. So I wash. While in other languages, it's either myu, myen, or myu, myen. So another feature that developed because of this year loss is the full vowel. Basically, these consonant clusters appear and Slavic languages couldn't keep them at the end of the word, so they added a vowel. Although, there is some inconsistency. Let's check the word 8 in Slavic languages. So if you happen to be able to open the transcript and look at the table number 2, it would be easier for you. So in Proto-Slavic, we had osm. But then when the final yer disappeared, we were basically left with osm. And there is a consonant cluster, sm. So in Bulgarian, we have osm. In Macedonian, Osum, In Bosnian, Serbian, Croatian, osm. In Slovene, osm. In Russian, vosm. In Ukrainian, visim. In Belarusian, *vosim*. In Polish, osim, but then in Sorbian, we have vosim, without a vowel, as well as in Czech, where we have osm, without a vowel. In Slovak, it's osm. so the South Slavic languages are the most vocalic group, so the regularity is there. But in West Slavic languages, we can see that there are some inconsistencies. I hope you understood what I was talking about. If there are some things that you found confusing, (laughs) please let me know, because this is a really complex topic. That is basically the reason behind this disappearing vowels. Well one of the reasons yeah thank you for listening and if you enjoyed this episode subscribe rate and follow me on instagram until next time and i hope it will be next week but i can't promise thank you